nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come, so as, you come as you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from the Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. here. And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Yes, yes, y'all. What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Lady Miz, and I'm rocking with my co-host. Double R. You already know what it is. You are tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions, and there is only one way to go from here. Check it out, check it out. Nice and smooth, it's funky. Oh, so hip-hop junkie. All we want to do is... Don't, 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 don't do that. I ain't like the way you did it. Uh, uh. I ain't like the way you did it. You, you, you ain't like it. I never said I was an artist, yeah. It's supposed to be, uh, uh. You got to put that bass in your voice. Oh, what's going on with you? Nah, check it out, y'all. Listen. We got Greg Nice from Nice and Smooth. Listen, y'all know this is one of my favorites. He got, they got hits, and he got a lot going on. So I'm not even trying to hold y'all up. I know y'all are just as excited as I am. So let's welcome the hip hop pioneer, the legendary Greg Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? What's good, Greg? Nice, how you doing? I'm happy to be here, man. I'm here looking down at the roses. <laughs> Listen, we happy to have you here on the show. We want to welcome you to From the Ground Up. Thank you for taking the time out to come and talk with us. We are big fans of you and your music. You are an icon in hip-hop, and we want to thank you to your contribution to hip-hop. Um, so we want to chop it up with you. Of course, we want to talk about, you know, the, the legacy of Nice and Smooth, and then we want to know what you have coming up. You cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. All right, all right. Let's rock and roll. So, um, let's start with. I mean, you can go ahead and start. Well, we could first start. You could first start telling us about who you are and how you got started. My name is Greg Nice, and my life's like a fairy tale. An orca was a great big whale. You knew a fat girl that broke the scale. You won't tell. I won't tell. tell. (laughs) That's right, y'all. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sure everybody in hip hop know who you are and what you do. You know what I mean? But what I want to do is talk about, huh? <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just bugging out. I'm having oh. a good time. I feel good. So <laughs> that's good. That's good. Where you at right now? Right now, Long Island. Oh, okay. Long All right. Island. We're about to do a show here tonight. Uh, myself. Um, Sugar Hill Gang, uh, Chub Rock, uh, Big Daddy Kane. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're about to do it tonight. 
All the legends. That's what I'm talking it. about. about Dawn, shoot, I want to be there for that. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Is it Long Island? I wish I had to get your heads up. You know, would have been more than welcome. We could have did it live right here at the spot. Uh, that would have been dope. That would have been dope. Well, keep us in mind for next time, okay? Is it the, the weather's breaking, so we definitely going to be out there. Yep, yep. So listen, let's let's talk about how um, Nice and Smooth came about and how you got started. Um, nice and Smooth. Um, it happened in the mid-'80s. It happened. Uh, I was introduced to Smooth by a friend of mine. And uh, he said, I got this guy I want you to meet. I think y'all will hit it off. I'm like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, come to my house. I don't know, it was like two days later, I went to his crib, and uh, he was there. And uh, at that time, I was running with a buddy of mine. Uh, God bless his soul. He had passed away. His name was June Love. And um, June Love, he was dynamite, man. I mean, like, he was on point. I was doing, like, the human beatbox for him. I was his human beatbox. And uh, oh, okay. he wanted me to... to I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I was like, I, I just want to do the beatbox with you. Just, he was like, nah, man, I, I need you to do it with me. And I was like, nah. So he had a uh, wrote a part for me to say in a song. And I was like, ah, I, I'll say that part, but I got to go back to the beatbox after that. Because you got to realize this was 83, 84. The human beatbox was hotter than fish grease. Right, and, right. Uh, it was, mm -hmm. you can count them on one hand on how many that was really like making it happen, doing it. And I was in that category and I was going everywhere from block parties in the Bronx to block parties in Harlem, going to parties in Queensbridge. I was going all over, running with the Disco Twins, the DJ Smalls, um, nice. T-Rock with Special K, Treacherous Three, um, Tito from the Fearless Four, OC and Crazy Eddie. I was running all over the place doing the beatbox because it, it okay. was the thing. And um, winning contests like at the Mike and Dave uh, Center in Harlem, that that was just amazing. And I met several people at that convention, at that Mike and Dave convention, that became big time stars today and what they do. So I was doing that already. And me and June was ready to bust off. I was like, man, I'm gonna be the beatbox. He's the rhymer. So I brought June over there. And June, when we, we met Smooth, and we just started drinking beer and talking crap. And um, before you know it, we was like, man, we could do some fly stuff one day, like nice, smooth, and love. Because his name was June Love, and he was already Smooth B. And I was already Greg Nice B, like nice, smooth, and love. We could do some fly shit one day. Uh -huh. And, and um, time went on. You know, Smooth was um, running around with Bobby Brown for New Edition. So mm. Bobby Brown uh, just left New Edition. He was doing his first solo album. So Smooth was there with him and he started writing the rhymes and stuff like on The Girl Next Door and all these different songs on Bobby's first album. And um, before you know it, he went on tour with him. He was singing background. And at that time, I was already going on tour with Tila Rock. So Tila Rock had It's Yours out and it was just the newest, hottest thing that was happening. So one week I'm with T. The next weekend I'm on shows with Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three. I used to go everywhere with Rockmaster Scott. And um, next thing you know, I was with Ultra Magnetic, going everywhere with Ultra. Uh, me and Cool Keith went to high school together. So that bond was already there. A lot of us went to high school together that's in that game today. But um, okay. one day I went to Smooth's mom's crib. He had um, just came off the road. 
So like on uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, like when major tours were happening back then, it's probably still happening the same way now, but they would have off days, like on Mondays and Tuesdays. So you come home, I go by his mom crib, I've got a tape, I play a beat. I'm like, yo, listen to this beat. He like, yo, that's how ill. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be my joint. You know what I mean? I'm making my joint right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? He's like, so you wanna rhyme on it? He was like, for real? I'm like, yeah, man, it could be dope. You rhyme on it, look. Smooth, nice, look, it could be nice, smooth. Word, that's dope. I play another beat. He was like, you, who did that? You did? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you wanna rhyme on that one too? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, come on, do it. Before you know it, it was nice and smooth. All right, boom, so, there you have it. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't, don't know that. They just know the music and what they've seen, but they don't know that he was already smooth beat before he knew me. And I was already Greg Nice before I met him. So it was like, it was kind of meant to be. And yeah. we take it as a bridge. We take it as a bridge because it got us to another side of the water so we can do whatever we want to do now and still perform as nice as move. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. So you started off as beatboxing first. What inspired you to even take that route? Well, if you was in New York City at that time, like I said, you know, the early 80s, mid 80s, if you was in New York at that time, this is what was happening. You know, a lot of the buildings were burnt down and abandoned at that time. Cats would come outside with the turntables and the speakers, and you see them coming down the street. You're like, uh oh, they get ready to jam. The jam is about to go down. So, you know, when you're in junior high school, you're in there banging on the lunchroom tables, you always be like, boo boo, boo bat, boo boo bat, banging on the tables and yeah. things like that. And initially, you know, it came into fruition being the beatbox. And the beatbox machine was hot. Remember when Flash and them did that? Listen, listen, beatbox, all of that shit. Everything was about beatbox. So, um, I just learned how to master it. And um, it took me a whole lot of different places. So a lot of people only know the music today. They don't know that until they go to the concert. And when they go to the concert, they go, damn, he could do that ill. And I'll be like, man, somebody from Japan or somebody from England or somewhere else that'll tell you, oh no, that's how he did that before. But it'd be people (laughs) in your own country and your own city that'd be like dead to everything. Uh, I didn't know that. You said you, you from the Bronx, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you, you uh, me too, uh, big up to the Bronx. Well, I, I, when you all, you so, you talk about them burnt down buildings, a lot of people don't know about that, you know? Like, that's where the Bronx was, you know, coming up when we were coming up, you know? So remember they did that series, right? The Bronx is burning and you yeah. got the Yankee whole fit on. You got everything on right there. <laughs> he, he represent the Bronx all day. I'm tired of hearing it, okay? <laughs> If it wasn't none of that, you wouldn't be doing no podcast. <laughs> oh, damn. I got brought. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, nah, but it's, that's what's up. We we know the Bronx started it. We 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 know what time it is. <laughs> but we we definitely appreciate that. Um, how how do you how did you feel your first time when you heard yourself like on the radio when you and and Smooth B family hit? What was that experience like? Um, it was a good experience. Um, it's a little different from the average person today because, like I said, we were already running with people that was already doing it. And, and, okay. So, it was like a it was like a, a a long time coming. Like 
people knew that it was going to bubble one day because we was always involved in something. It's like when you hear about somebody who was a writer, this guy, he wrote on this one. What? He wrote on the Matrix. He wrote on this one, uh, did all of that. You're like, oh man, I never knew that. Right, you right. Know, doing a lot of back in the scenes stuff. So like I said, Smooth was doing a lot of writing. I was going on a road with T and all of this stuff. So was already hearing myself like when I was doing beatbox on ultra magnetics, giving bait and things like that. And um, being in a disco fever, it was just like crazy as a teenager and, mm -hmm. and ripping the golf show. That was already, I, I felt like it was already happening. It was kind of like meant to be. When I was a child, right. I was like, maybe I'll be a fireman. But as soon as puberty came in, it, it was over. Did you think you would be a, a rap icon? Did you think that? I didn't, nobody knew it wasn't a blueprint yet to know that yeah. you'll be calling somebody those kind of things. But you did know that you were going to be a part of something. You felt it. You yeah. felt it in your soul. At least we did. And a lot of guys in our time and our era, they did too. You, you felt it in your soul for the most part. And, um, you know, it was a plan. It was a plan. It was written before I could even think about it. I'm just riding the wave right now. All right. Okay. Time is flying. Time is flying. Yeah. Absolutely. It sure is. And we got to be happy that we still here. Um, and obviously you still doing your thing. You still uh, touring and you still performing. Um, COVID, did it affect you in any type of way when it comes to you doing your music? From creating music? No. From performing it? Yeah. Because you need venues. But I was fortunate enough to do I've done three events since since the pandemic been going on. I did three events and a lot of people didn't get to do that. Right. So, very true. A lot of my peers, that's my friends, as well as um, you know, Mike Epps, and we did a lot of things. So it, it was good. I'm I'm blessed. I'm not complaining about that at all. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And and we all experiencing the same thing, everybody. So whether you work at the hotel, whether you work at the airline, yep. whether you're at church, the pastors and a reverend can't get it on like how they like to get it on. That is a fact. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so when you um in this time now, you said that you you still was able to do a few joints. Tell me, do you like have would you be interested in doing virtual uh concerts or that would not be something you would do? Do you have to be there in person? Is that like, yeah, no, nah, I gotta be there. I gotta see the fans or, cause I know some people that's using the, the, Ocul the Oculus to perform um, the, what is it? The virtual reality? Yeah, the They're virtual using shows. the glasses now. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, they, they, I forgot. Got, they got the app where you don't even need the glasses as long as you got a laptop. But yeah. how do you feel like you're there though? They got it set up the same way now. My buddy just sent me the link and asked me that I want to do that. Get out of here. So uh, that's so crazy. So now that you say that, tell me, how do you feel about that? Are you are you with that? Or do you feel like, nah, I'm not really feeling that? Because that looks like the I new wave do, right I now. Do, I want to do everything. Okay. All right. Okay. I want to do everything as much as I can because when you start breathing, it's over. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. There you go. That's now, a fact. Now, when you do, when you perform, do you feed off the audience, or you just know when you get out there, you're gonna perform and just get the audience into it. Both. 
<laughs> oh man it's both man um it, it it really is both i did an event uh prior to the covid i wasn't even on the bill but it was in atlanta uh they do these a lot of old school hip-hop concerts funk concerts they do in atlanta a lot and they do it like wolf creek amphitheater they use a lot of these venues that hold six seven thousand people and it's always sold out and um i went there uh, God rest his soul. I went with my boy Ecstasy from Houdini and Jalil. I went with them to the concert because they was like, yo, come come to the show with us. I was like, all right, I'll just go hang with them. And um, everybody was on it. Kumo D, you, you name it, Biz, everybody. It was a good show. And um, they was like, yo, man, they was getting ready to go on. It was like, you gonna go out there? I was like, nah, I'm just chilling, baby. Just coming to see y'all, man. I'm with y'all tonight, baby. I'm just saying, hell no. How you gonna come to this shit and don't get on this shit with us? Is you crazy? I'm like, nah, man, nah, man. Come on, man, go get them hyped up so we can get on, man, or whatever. Went out and thing going crazy. Two days later, I'm at this social club. I took Kid with me from Kid and Play and Hurricane from Beastie Boys. I was like, I know the spot that we could go to that's cool on Sundays. You know, we're an older crowd for us to chill out. We right. go there, DJ SNS spinning. So I go up on stage, I see S. I'm like, what up? We talking? And some guy was in front of the stage. He's like waving at me going, hey brother, hey, hey. I'm like, what's up, man, how you doing? He's like, everything cool, man? He's like, yo, I just want to tell you, man, um, I think you're incredible, man. You know, your energy is just amazing. I was like, oh, thank you, brother, man, I appreciate you. He was like, nah, man, I, I was at that amphitheater the other night. I saw you. He's like, I oh. know you seen it, like you was having fun and you was doing what you was doing, but you didn't see it from where I saw it from. I was in the mm. front. And the way you came on, you changed the energy and the mood of this whole place, man. And I, if there's anything that I ever could do to help, you know, with you and your career and things you're doing, man, you know, let me, I was like, all right, man, we'll talk when I get up the stage. He said, my name is Brian and I do a lot of videos and things like that. I'm like, okay, Brian, that's cool. He's like, here's my number. So he's writing his number down and it happened to be this guy, Brian Barber. So I don't know if you're familiar who Brian Barber is. Nah, I'm not familiar. Who is that? Brian Barber is a director. Oh, okay. All right. And he, di he directed mostly every outcast video that you've ever seen. He did the movie Idlewild. He did he did everything that came out in that 2000 era. And uh, the point that he made was exactly to the question that he answered, what he asked about how do you feel with the energy? Do you give it to them or do they give it to you? And yeah. it's a two situation. Like you feed off of it. You go out there with that adrenaline. Once they give it back, man, it's like somebody smacking you. You be, mm, we'll smack it back. Mm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So you feeding off of this. It's, it's the energy that's coming back and forth. That's what it is. And now, a word from our sponsors. Number one draft pick, the hottest black-owned athletic sportswear. You no longer have to pay a fortune for quality and style because number one draft pick offers trendy athletic wear at an affordable price that provides compression and wicks perspiration off an athlete's skin and is designed to regulate body temperature and enhance performance. Go to their website at n1dp.com. That is n1dp.com. They have a diverse product assortment for men, women, and children. Number one draft pick, sportswear that changed the game. 
If you are looking for new or used items such as furniture, clothing, appliances, and so much more, then you want to check out JD Cargo Express Thrift Store on 39 North Main Street in Middletown, New York. They are open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They also accept donations, which you can drop off at any time during business hours. Zoyola Passion has been helping others and taking care of those in her community. So let's return the favor by supporting this local business. If you have donations and you want to be a part of helping your community, or if you want to check out some nice, new, or lightly used items, such as name brand clothing and other things then head over to JD Cargo Express Thrift Shop on 39 North Main Street Middletown New York that's JD Cargo Express Thrift Shop on 39 North Street Middletown New York the phone number there is 845-775-1765 and tell them you heard it here on From the Ground Up Productions What's up, y'all? It's Ray, co-host of From the Ground Up Productions, and I'm here to tell you it's going down. April 24th at Vibes 360, Route 211 East in Middletown, New York. Doug Oliver, in association with From the Ground Up Productions, is bringing you the Grown and Sexy Diamond Access Party Legends Edition with performances by the legendary Grandmaster Melly Mel, the icon Spoonie G, platinum single artist T-Ski Valley, and three-time Showtime at the Apollo winner Peter Wayne. The show will be hosted by From the Ground Up's own Lady Miz. Alongside her will be Boss Lady and Queen Zenobia. 845's hottest DJs will be on the ones and twos. DJ King James 845, DJ Big Steve, and DJ Ja Will. This is a dress to impress, invite only party. For your safety, we will be strictly enforcing COVID restrictions. Come out, have a good time. See you there. Um, now listen, you you everybody obviously mainly know from nice and smooth. Y'all um have a lot of hit records that everyone knows of, hip hop junkie, a lot of stuff, right? So, but let's talk about Greg Nice as the individual artist. What do you have coming up and going on as a, a solo artist? Do you have any solo projects coming out that you're working on? I just finished the project and I just shot two of the videos and Nice. This coming month, coming up, which is April, I'm shooting the third one. And the third one is going to be the first one that I release. Um, going to release it ASAP. Uh, you know, always been a guy that like to put that music out when it comes to the weather changing. Like I said on the Funky For You song, spring again, and I'm feeling fine. Uh, pass me a glass of wine. That's right. <laughs> you know, I ain't a cold guy. I don't like the cold, man. So, um, Neither do I. I'm doing it for myself for the most, but I'm doing it for us. Like we can relate to it. Right. Absolutely. Need it. You know what I mean? And I do a lot of work with LL on the, on the Rock the Bells radio show. I do a segment with him every day that comes on called Salute like the it. Sample. I've been there with him since day one with the show. And oh, he's like, okay. look, yeah, if you get a chance, you know, turn to channel 43, Rock the Bells radio. Yeah, we got it. We got to put that subscription back on our series. Do yes. we got it? Yes. Oh, okay. So, it. Nah, you, you know you got to update that. Yes. We ain't paid for that subscription yes. yet. <laughs> three months free and all of that. So yeah, yeah, we had it for three months. You know when you got to renew. I'll be telling them, get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's so much. It's so much going on on that on that channel. 
Okay. Yeah, we definitely got to get back on that because I, 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 I don't know. When I go to it, it ain't working. Yeah, Shantae is doing her thing every day. They just yes. put Redman on. He has a show. Oh, okay. Um, on there now, five days a week. Nice. It's just amazing. And the whole thing was, it was a platform to play the classic hip hop, but at the same time, play something new and relevant from an artist that has something new. There you and go. Like, sat there several times and talked about how I'm not just going to play a record just because this is this person. It got to have that kick to it. If it ain't got that swing, then we ain't going to put that on no rotation. I just hear that. It's like, because don't think just because you've done this and you've done that. If that shit ain't got that bang to it, man, we, we can't fuck with it. And I'm like, I get it. Right, and, you know, right. And it's been working. It's been working to the point where last week they just added three new parts of the station uh, to that show. Oh, wow. Now they got, now they got a, a version, a clean version for kids and family of Rock oh, the Bell, the classic. That's it, it's nice. Just, like it's growing and growing. So we do that a lot. So I basically know from performing all the time and when I see these people at the concert, if it's 500, if it's 300, if it's 2,000, I see people that's my age and, and some that's younger that want that music. They want to feel good. So give them what they want. Give them what they're used to. I don't mean you got to make the same record, but don't try to convert your style to something that's not you to, to please somebody. Do that bang that you feel that's in your heart and they're going to feel what you feel. Absolutely. There's a lane for everybody in this industry. Right. People yeah. like different stuff. Yeah, and they killed the DJ. You know, they, they killed the DJ a long time ago. As far as mainstream radio is concerned, yes. they killed the DJ. They, when they when they hand them a playlist, it was over. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they got some little nerd behind there just going here play this all day, <laughs> the same song. Right, right. I mean, everything had a format before, but it wasn't a format where as though you can go down to nine songs on a format. It used to be like 42 songs. Then it went down to 37 songs and things like that. But if you you got nine songs and it's all the same cadence and it's all the same tempo. It's all the same concept. Man, it's the, all the same subject. You don't it's know terrible. who's who. Yeah. You it's can't terrible. tell who's who in today's time. And this is not throwing shade at the artists because you know, it's, some, it's still some dope new artists out there, but it is hard to be able to, if you turn on the radio, you, you like who, I don't even know who's who anymore. You know what I mean? So growing up listening to, you know, you guys and stuff like that, you knew if it was nice and smooth, if it was Big Daddy Kane, if it was Red Man, if it was Black Moon, whoever, everybody had their own sound. And that is what, that's what was respected in the industry and yeah. in our time yeah. growing up. But now what's more respected is, yo, you got, if you ain't sounding and looking exactly like that, a carbon copy of someone else, they're not even looking at you. So yeah, I'm very yeah. happy to hear that. It's sad. It is very sad. It's very sad. Because back in the day when we grew up. Yo, you, you're old head, man. You mad? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not mad. I'm sad. What are you talking about? Right. I'm mad. I'm sad, man. I'm still here living my life. I'm just sad that you got the baton and you stagnate in the game. Absolutely. You, know, you can have success. Success don't mean creativity. Creativity is what changed the mood of people. Everything is the same. You know, Stevie Wonder didn't sound like Ray Charles. Ray Charles don't sound like Boy George. Boy George don't sound like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Absolutely. All of that was at the same time. 
You know, when KRS said it, you had to have style and learn to be original or else everyone would dish you. And now it's just like, uh, I'm a mimic. I mean, I don't sound like Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane don't sound like Slick. Slick Rick don't sound like De La Soul. Boss, I don't sound like Vanilla Ice. It was just so many things going on. It was like, a, a, I always use this. It was a 64 box of crayons. You got burgundy, you got light burgundy, you got maroon, you got bronze, you got brown, you got, it was just so many different colors in that 64 box of crayons. So what's wrong with being original? And being original and changing the mood is great. Yeah. I love when I turned on the radio before and you hear, ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Then that'll go off and then you'll hear, I'm coming out. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and then the content, even when guys were coming out back in the day, you know, guys doing hip hop and stuff, you had dudes that was using profanity and, but then you had dudes at the same time would be like, who's he rap? He'll say, he talk like sex, but then he'll tell you erase racism. You know, it was just a whole lot of things. And albums were meant to be different. Every yeah. song was supposed to be the same song. Yep. You know, like if you're producing a song for somebody and it's one song that this person loved that you did for somebody, no, just give me that song like you did Homeboy. That was Homeboy song. Now this yeah. is yours. This is original too. Now somebody's going to love this the same way you love that. And then yeah. somebody else is going to be asking for that song. So it's, it's a good thing to still be here and a lot of my peers has heard a lot of the music that I got coming from this project. And they like, yo, man, how do you sound like how you sounded before? And it's still like you right in the pocket. Right. It's, like, it's great that you're not trying to do with somebody. Nah, yes. I only know how to do what I do because it's in my soul. You know, like I ain't never been one of them lyrical guys. That's what they call it, lyrical or whatever. When I was growing up as a kid, it wasn't no such thing as just the lyric. It was about having fun. It was all about having fun. It's a feeling. You know, I yeah. can say the cat, the dog, and the hat, but the way I say it is a feeling that make people be like, yo, what a yo, rock. The cat and that dog and that hat was dope. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't so much, it wasn't so much poison um, being sent back to our communities. Yep. Oh, this, I'm this glad social you media is, is a tool. It's a tool where it should be, you know, a great tool to have, but a lot of it is more derogatory things happening with it than the positive things that's happening with it. So Absolutely. Get on here and bash everybody. You know, when you speak in your mind, it's supposed to be a platform for you to speak your mind. If you don't like something or you disagree with something, you just don't deal with it. Right. You right. want to put in comments, yo, that's a stupid motherfucker. Or this I one know. is yeah. the people that never did anything that critique everything. Everybody's mm -hmm. a critic now. Yep. Exactly. You know, exactly. The, the crazy part about it, I think now so many people are overly emotional. They they get involved in emotional shit that don't even have nothing to do with them. They just want to feel like, hey, I gotta say something, and you, and you don't even have to be a part of it. it it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, before the social media, nobody would say nothing. Everybody mind their business. Yep. Yeah. Because you, know, you know you wind up getting punched in your face. Yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. That's what they used to fight now. You know, they, they shoot you now. Yeah. Years later. For real, <laughs> you for real. Now, buddy. You're doing 100 years now. It's crazy. For, for I, 10 seconds. I, I, like, um, I like the statement that you said because um, as far as, you know, 
still sounding like yourself and what they're putting into the our community, right? And our people and our culture. So I got two things to say to that. The first one is, well, actually one is a statement. Well, the question is, do you guys plan on, or would y'all think about ever doing something like a self-destruction again with all the artists, huh? I knew you was gonna say that. How I, you I know? Said self-destruction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've been like really waiting for something like that to happen again, because one, we need it because I'm, I'm going to give you my opinion, but I want to know how you feel um, about the music industry and what it's portraying to our people and our kids. Now, don't get me wrong. Like you said, we had curses and stuff like that back in the days, but I believe that there's an agenda going on right now and they're using hip hop to push that agenda. So tell me what you think about that. And also if you guys, if, if, the self-destruction would be something that y'all all would think about doing. Um, I would be interested in that. And I've heard that question asked several times and I heard guys pondering on doing something like that already. I've seen a couple of guys was in the studio, um, like Daddy-O, he was trying to bring that back. Yes, uh, I spoke to him about that. At a studio trying to get it together. I got a, a call said, would I be interested if it goes down? I'm like, yeah. Um, the difference with that is when you were a kid and I was a kid, when we were kids, I wanted to know what my aunties and my uncles were doing. I wanted to be like them. Today, they call you old and act like you don't know anything, like you've never been that age. Yep. And then again, when self-destruction came, it was a time where the youth, it was about the youth. And you had DJs that could break records and play records. You don't have that anymore. Yeah, you have the internet, you have this, that, and the third. But when you had a radio, everybody had one. So when you get in a car, it's going to come on and you're going to hear what's on there. That's now, right. yeah, oh, but they got millions and millions of songs on YouTube. How many people going to sit down and just be typing and try to find these songs and do that? Unless, unless you're a kid, you know, when you're an adult, right. you got a lot of things going on that you didn't have going on before. That's you have right. children now and you're trying to, you know, trying to parent those children and you have jobs and you got things that need to be done and it ain't so many hours in a day. So I believe uh, it would take a younger group of people to do it. And you can have a, a, a few elders in it, but it takes some younger ones that they can grasp to just due to the fact that they're using music today from songs that came out before and they don't even know where their music came from. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if you don't even know your own, the music that's your hit song, where it came from, then it's, it's an issue. That's and me and my fact. buddy was just talking about it. My buddy's sitting here with me now, Lee Resnick. We was talking about it, how they don't know where, where their music came from. And I said, but think about when we were kids. We came at a golden era in life that we didn't have to grow up with our parents but we understood what the temptations were. We understood what the four tops were. We understood what Bob Dylan was. We understood the Rolling Stones. We understood all of that. And then we understood what we knew in our time. We understood the guys. We understood uh, all of the different things that was happening in our time. And we could hear what they're doing now and could sit there and tell you, look, this is where this is came from. And this is why this is this way. And you, are you, I'm telling you, man, 
I yeah. use this whole song every time. I say, imagine you got a brand new Porsche and you get ready to drive down that street. You my nephew, and I'm telling you, look, on that street, there's four giant potholes. Watch when you drive your cars, four giant potholes. You don't want to listen to me because you got this whole thing about I'm old. I'm trying to tell you it's potholes. <laughs> Boom. You don't even make it <laughs> hit the first one, your whole car break down. I've been trying to tell you, man, it's potholes down there. Take that knowledge. And right. we had hard-headed kids when we were growing up, but for the most part, we listened. Absolutely. We knew we got in the elevator and Miss Johnson was in that elevator. We ain't using no profanity in this elevator. Exactly. It'd be the toughest kid on the block. But he's like, I'm not cursing in front of Miss Johnson. They'll be cursing right. at Miss Johnson today. That's they right. realize that they're yelling at themselves because if they make it to that age, it's going to be a problem. Yep. And most of them won't make it there. And they act like they don't care. Yeah, so it's, that's sad. It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing. So my thing is um, I'm making the music for us. For us that appreciate it, and if any younger uh, people want to get involved, because there's some that's great, man. There's some that's great, and like you said, it's a lot of good artists out there too, man. And it a is. lot of them don't get the spotlight on them how they need to have it on them because they're so focused on the repetition, which that's all comes like from one machine. If it's not coming like from the big companies, your Warners, your Atlantic, your things like that, you may go to them with a great song. But if it ain't on that same cadence or that same frequency of those records that they're putting out, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna put it out. Yep. Because they got their niche. We making money. At the end of the day, that's all it's about to them. They're making money. And it gave us the mentality to think that everything is about money. Every time you look, I open the Instagram, there's some young lady that's bent over with her butt crack open and shaking and twerking her ass every second. And I'm like, how do you have so much time to be do doing this all day? What are you doing with your life <laughs> if you can just sit down and be twerking all day? Yeah, but they, they get, well, they do, sadly, but they get the attention and they get the numbers. And the sad thing about it is I know in, in today's time, it's about what your numbers look like, right? It's no longer about the quality of the music. It's about how many people is looking, you know, what your numbers look like. So... You know, it is what it is, you know, but it, it's sad. But hopefully that, you know, we could get to a point where we, we get out of this mess because we we in a deep hole right now, our people and our community and everything. And we definitely got to do better. But there also needs to be leaders. See, the problem is, too, there's a lot of people in position that should be leading and they're not leading. They're following. And right now we need. We need leaders. And it doesn't mean that you got to wait on somebody to do that. You, and I'm, I'm speaking for everybody. If you're the person, the adult, whoever in this in this industry, in this game or at home, it is your place to take the leadership role and stop trying to yeah. fit in with these kids. That's the problem. So I don't- yeah, um, You try to be the friends as opposed to being their parents. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And, and it ain't, this is one thing I want to get clarified. It ain't talking down, because a lot of them think that you're talking down to them. It's not that they're talking down. When your parents and our and our you know people in our community, our elders was talking to us, they were talking stern too. And yep. those are times where they'd be like, I I'll give you a spanking, and then go tell your mama what I did, and she gonna spank you again. Absolutely. And it, and it made and it made you a stronger person. 
It made you have respect. There you go. I see a lot of, I see a lot of love is missing. Oh. And it's hard. Like I might want to say, hey, hey, how, how, how you doing, young brother? Hey, man, that's number love. You know, hey, I ain't your brother. You know, people <laughs> say things like this. And you go, man, we all we got, man. You know, we, we are some of the last folks on this planet with less love going on. It was yeah. a whole lot more love going on when our parents and our grandparents were going on. I mean, the struggle was hard, much harder than what it is today. Yeah. We you know, lost you don't the... even have to go physically to go get a job. You don't got to go get a job. You can do it on the internet. Find your job on the internet. You had to go foot to foot to foot going to this door to say, can I get a job? You wait for them to call you back, all kind of things, just to feed your family. Right. To do things like that. And now it's uh, it's right in your hand. Just like this thing I'm holding, it's right in your hand. You have the access and the power to make this great. It's so many things and, and subject matter that we can talk to pertaining to this one situation. Like I, I just looked at the whole thing that happened in Georgia yesterday. Yep. You know, how, how they doing all this prevention from voting and how everybody yeah. talking about my vote don't count. If your vote didn't count, why are they going so hard to stop, to stop it, it so that you can vote? Yeah. Why? Why, man? Life is short. We only here on a visit. We just visiting. I got more years behind me than I have ahead of me. And before you blink or you wink, anybody that's looking at this as 25 years old or whatever, 30 years old, just know that time moves fast and it doesn't wait on anyone. That's right. You got to learn to love more. Love yourself. Popular, popular don't make you the greatest, man. You can do anything stupid and be popular. Just snatch a purse right now and be on the news all day long. Mm -hmm. that's not a good thing our ancestors died for us man they went through hell they went through hell for us man we are strong people we are a strong people and we got to do better because they, their death can't be in vain um we we just have to do better as a people period and, yeah. take, and, and take personal responsibility for some of the things that we, we let happen Okay, yes. that's that's a whole nother issue too. Listen, Greg yes. Nice, it, it, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, uh, brother. I I love the conversation, and I know like I already feel like it could be so much more, um, yes. especially this because these you types start of a new segment on your show. That's what we're gonna yes, do. Yes, yes. Start a new segment on your show. I'm gonna come in there, and we're gonna start a new segment like Paul Mooney did on the Chappelle show. We got, I'm gonna start a new segment with you on there. We're gonna do something different where we talk about life. Listen, I love that. I love that because um, I'm working with other people and some younger artists too. And I love what you're saying. And we need, we need leaders. We need leaders. We need somebody to guide them because at the end of the day, if we say what's wrong with y'all and nobody don't teach them, we can't expect them to know if we don't show them better. It's our job to do that. So listen, I please, because I don't, um, I don't want to um, go, we I, we everywhere right now, but I love it though because this conversation need to be had. But I still want people to know what you have coming out before we go. Please tell people um, about your new project and how they can uh, find it and stuff like that. And also how they can follow you. Yeah, the project is coming out as soon as possible. Uh, it's called The Fun House. Okay, The Fun House. Um, it's all about fun. It's called The Fun House. That's right. You can find it anywhere you can find me. Just look for my name, The Real Greg Knives. Okay. D-A-R-E-A-L-G-R-E-G-N-I-C-E. 
the real Greg Nice on all your social platforms. I don't get on social media every day and take pictures of my food and do all of that stuff that some people do. <laughs> I, I don't do that. Um, I use this to reach my people that rock with me. That's right. If you rock with me, come to my page and we rock out. If you got negative vibes or any poisonous energy, don't don't even think about coming to my page. I don't have time for that. Right. I'm about love. I'm about spreading it all over. If I can extend my hand to help you, so be it. One hand washes the other. Both hands wash the body. That's right. That's, That's right. That's well, listen, thank you so much. We appreciate you for coming on the show. And I'm going to be in touch for that new segment now. You just said that. <laughs> you just started something. I definitely listen, want this. Um... I'm with you all the way like no audition. All right. Let's get it. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to be I'm in touch you. for sure. That's right. And you keep that stone cold, hardcore New York accent going. Keep it going. <laughs> And you know what's so funny? I'm not even originally from New York, though. I'm <laughs> from Philly, like originally, but I don't know. The New York, it just come out of me, son. I can't just have it, you know what I mean? <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Philly, Philly, Philly is a piece of cloth off of New York. Absolutely. All day long. Absolutely. Yep. That's and, a fact. Philly, Philly is my second home. I rock with it hard, really yes. hard. I think, I think Philly might be the biggest fan base of Nice and Smooth. Mm -hmm. Philly always supported us before anybody. When any new What's song up? came out, we had, we, had to, we had to go there first to do any marketing, to do anything. We went there first. Nice. I've been going out to Philly ever since going to After Midnight. And if anybody out in Philly know, they'll After know where Midnight. After Midnight is. That's okay. the spot. You know, wow. I'll stay at my man Charlie Mack's house. He lives on top of an ice cream store out in West Philly. Uh-huh. Man, look, I rock with him hard. I, I'm I'm actually gonna be in Philly tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, well, be safe out there. Okay. Y'all yeah, keep yeah. doing what y'all doing. All right. Keep spreading that love. Definitely. It's needed. We... It's needed. Keep spreading that love. It's needed, man. Um absolutely. Let's, let's that bridge and build that bond stronger so we can grab hold of our youth to let them know that. We've been the youth too. We understand what it Amen. is. Don't think we don't. Don't think we ain't right here with you. We right there. That's right. And we gotta lead yeah. by example. Absolutely. Thank you so much, brother. We will we be in touch. You. We listen, appreciate you. Yeah, Everybody man. tuned in. Make yeah. sure y'all look for the album that's coming out. And what's the name of it again? Say it again. The Fun House. The Fun House. Because we having fun with it. That's right. Make sure y'all look out for that. It, coming we soon. That's right. That's you right. Can, you can catch me on that Twitter, the Instagram, all that stuff. You can check me on my website, uh, gregniceofficial.com. Okay. Wherever you want to see my name at, that's where you'll see the music at. Check them out. I, mean, you know, I, I ain't far away, man. I'm right there. Still here. That's right. Giving us that, that great music. Thank you for that. So yep. we'll be in touch, brother. We're going to hit the stage in a minute. So it's Good going luck. Good luck. Enjoy. Give the people what they're there for. I know you're going to do it. <laughs> let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. Let's take it back to the ground up. Because Greg Nice up in here with my sister, Lady Mez, and my brother Ray. This is how we do it, baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 I 
already know what it is. All right. Thank you so much. And we will be in touch and we will be looking for your new joint coming out and supporting that. Keep blessing us with everything that you got. And we appreciate all that you do and what you did for the culture. We will be in touch for that segment too, though. All right. All right. We're going to make it happen. All, all right. right. Peace. Peace hey. Hey, What's up, y'all? It's Ray, co-host of From the Ground Up Productions, and I'm here to tell you it's going down. April 24th at Vibes 360, Route 211 East in Middletown, New York. Doug Oliver, in association with From the Ground Up Productions, is bringing you the Grown and Sexy Diamond Access Party Legends Edition with performances by the legendary Grandmaster Melly Mel, the icon Spoonie G, platinum single artist T-Ski Valley, and three-time Showtime at the Apollo winner Peter Wayne. The show will be hosted by From the Ground Up's own Lady Miz. Alongside her will be Boss Lady and Queen Zenobia. 845's hottest DJs will be on the ones and twos. DJ King James 845, DJ Big Steve, and DJ Ja Will. This is a dress to impress, invite only party. For your safety, we will be strictly enforcing COVID restrictions. Come out, have a good time, see you there. From the ground up. From the ground up. There's only one way to go from here.